0: Welcome to the Coming Out Nomad podcast. We're your host, Kelsey and Cassia. Every Sunday, we will discuss ideas and actions we are taking on our journey from being in debt and unemployed to financially independent digital nomads. Here we go. Hi, Hi, everybody. Welcome to Coming Coming Out Out Nomad. Nomad. Today, we're gonna talk about minimalism, kind of the whole concept behind it, how Mm -hmm. we feel about it, and then we're also gonna try to connect it into the life of a digital nomad.
1: Yes. So basically today we'll be trying to understand what is Mm minimalism, and what's the concept that involves the lifestyle that is suggested by this new concept. Yeah. And I think it'll be fun. I
0: think so. It's it's a really interesting idea, Mm -hmm. you know? Growing up, of course, if you have money to spend mm-hmm. and you're watching TV, you're listening to the radio, uh, back in the day they used to have commercials mm-hmm. and you couldn't just fast forward through the commercials and you yeah. had to sit and watch it. Yeah. Um, and that really caused people to buy a lot of things. And now with social media and everything, how uh, like it tracks everything that you do
1: on the yes. internet. I think today, the advertising and marketing change the strategy they use, uh-huh. but they are as efficient as they were before. I think they're even
0: more efficient. Even more, Because yes. it's all personalized to you. You yeah. know, like, if you're going to have certain social media mm-hmm. accounts or apps on your phone, you have to agree for them to... Have access to everything. All all your information. (laughs) So you talk about one thing and then you don't even have your phone open. You didn't even Google search that. And Mm -hmm. then they have an advertisement for you.
1: Yes. I think it's funny because the last episode we discussed a little bit how technology could help digital nomads. Yeah. And how digital nomads can use technology to create their own business, their own identity online. And at the same time, I think today we're discussing minimalism and understanding how marketing can use technology to track your preferences, to suggest to you to buy things. The perfect thing for you. Yeah, it's kind of funny to see how technology can also be negative in your life. Be a blessing and a curse, right? So before we start, I would love to share with Dan our journey today. To record this podcast, oh. Oh, yeah, <laughs> because I think it's kind of funny. Uh huh. Because today we wake up, we're like, okay, since we're going to discuss about minimalism, and minimalism talking talk about having time to do things you like. Yes. We considered, okay, let's go record in a park, because we thought that was a great idea. I mean, it seemed like a good idea, yeah. you know,
0: have have the park and the lake and the trees as mm-hmm. a backdrop.
1: Um, yeah, so we have a, a park that has a big lake close to your home, it's 10 minutes away. So we decided to go there and try to record, even though it's a Sunday, but was kind of rainy. Yeah, so we was consider, uh-huh. yeah, that maybe the park was not going to be full. And we consider that maybe the park has a lot of benches. Maybe they have a <laughs> lot of benches because they're a park, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, I mean, the parks we visited before always have. So you are considering, like, you presume they had, but that didn't work out. At- they had some, like, they had some at the beginning, mm-hmm. but...
0: There was construction going on, yeah. there were big truck noises. Close to the road. Close to the road. So we were like, okay, let's try walking down this trail that they have. <laughs> yeah. so That's thought...
1: how our adventure begins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're walking, and before we know it, we were like three miles into this six-mile trail. Yeah. And, we and were it was like... a
1: loop. It was a loop, yeah. So we end up in a six-mile trail today before recording this podcast. Yep. So, it was a nice experience. At least the park was beautiful.
0: The park was really beautiful. It was, yeah. even though it started out a little drizzly, rainy a little uh-huh. bit, um, we didn't get wet, right? No, it was just raining on the way there. Yeah, And then it stopped once we got out of the car. And, and then the day ended up really beautiful. Yeah, the sun started coming out. It's yeah. springtime, everything's
1: blossoming, and uh-huh. it it was it was okay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So, really like his definition about what is to be a minimalist uh-huh. so open quote the intentional promotion of the things we most value by removing anything that distracts us from it end of, co- end of quote. so i think this is an interesting concept that we can discuss yeah what is intentional promotion of the things we most value by removing anything that distracts us. That means basically we have more time to do things we value more Mm -hmm. than spending time with things that we hate, but we just do it because we need to, or because we think we need to do that. It's keeping up with the Joneses, right? Yeah.
0: That was was the thing to do, Mm -hmm. you know, is if everybody, has
1: the brand new whatever yeah. you should do that too but and for to do that you need to work more and more so i feel like a lot of people spending so much time working just to be able to buy things because they think it's going to make them happy yeah or yeah. then or they will be able to be included in some group mm-hmm. or be recognized or be like oh look at this person he has all this so he's probably happy or he's probably successful and most of the time it's just an image yeah because you want to mention alone or insatisfied or tired of so much work so i think i kind of understand the concept he was talking about yeah the importance of having time because in the end with our life, the most valuable thing we have is time. It's the only like, non renewable resource, right? I yeah. think that's what they like. say. <laughs> no, because imagine after you die, the only thing you, you cannot bring anything that you bought it with no. you. Right. You just bring whatever you believe happens after death, mm-hmm. but we just bring your memories and experiences. And for that, you just need time. Right. And you need to have
0: the maybe peace of mind or the um you have to be able to focus on the things that you enjoy. Yeah. You know? I mean it's even more than just not working as much to pay for these things. It's the time that it takes to go through buying all these new things, the time it takes to clean things. Like if you have a bunch of shelves in your house Mm -hmm. and you fill them up with collectible items. Uh And if you ever decide to like clean that shelf. Oh God, no. Because say (laughs) you don't want to be surrounded by dust Uh or I mean anything really, um, it's the time that it takes to clean all that stuff. And like for what? So that you could show people that you really like this
1: thing, Uh you know? Honestly, I'm really into cleaning and really like my house clean. So I hate the idea, like, I need to spend more than an hour to clean a house, just because I have so much things. So many things that you need to, like, move around, around and you exactly. got to clean them, and if
0: they're little figurines or something, those I remember, collect a lot of
1: dust. I remember when I was a kid, my grandma, she used to collect all this porcelain mm-hmm. things for the living room, <laughs> the kitchen, yeah. wherever you go in the house, and she spent so much time cleaning that Mm -hmm. was her like her routine every morning she wake up and clean and she just end up by the time of doing cooking lunch oh like at noon and she wake up like five
0: six a.m and how much how much of that time could she have spent doing anything else you know relaxing exactly even though cleaning can be kind of um Like a physical activity, Mm -hmm. but also if you have to do it every single day. And then think about like if you have a bunch of porcelain figurines in your house, Mm -hmm. like you might not be able to have little kids there without stressing or pets. Because if you have a cat uh-huh. and the cat, if the cat sees a shelf <laughs> that it can jump on, yeah, it'll definitely they, jump on. That, and they you definitely know? have a lot of pleasure putting things in the floor and, and just knocking it up. up. So it's kind of like, how much joy did those porcelain figurines bring your grandma, or were they more, mm-hmm. were they more work and?
1: Like, why did she have them? You know, I don't know. I think in general, we can even discuss about the new generation, the new way generation think Mm -hmm. about things because more and more the new generation is less dependent on structures or like fixed things. So, for example, let's think about digital nomads, for example, a new generation who lives traveling. Yeah, or these generations of people who just backpack, or even people who just don't want to get married, to have family, they want the freedom to go and come, mm-hmm. so I think if you look to your parents, they have this idea that you need to have a house, you need to have a family, marry, have kids have a car have a good work good job that give you money to buy all these things and your kids better have like the best
0: Christmas work a second job so you yeah. can like fill all the spots under the tree exactly you know? and like, you
1: see the new generation teaching kids about experiences yeah. even when they have money they choose to not buy a bunch of things mm-hmm. just to teach the kids the value of things and value of life and experience memories so I think we can kind of understand when you compare the different generations uh-huh. and see how people is changing their mind because more and more they're realizing everything we buy all these dreams was a marketing oh,
0: idea was yeah. a marketing
1: ideology yeah. when i was a kid in brazil the american dream was even a dream for us okay why because that was in the movies Yeah. That wasn't the music, Mm -hmm. wasn't the TV, wherever you go, whatever country you go, the United States is a big influence in culture. Right. All them Hollywood is is big anywhere. Mm -hmm. So, like, they sell even to. Foreigners, the American dream. Yeah. And people in Brazil, people is dreaming to have this perfect house with a garden, even though we don't have houses like that in Brazil. <laughs> exactly. You, know? you want a house
0: made of wood.
1: <laughs> when exactly. In Brazil, they make them out of concrete. Exactly. You know? So I think it's kind of fun to see how the society create ideologies mm-hmm. through the marketing, movies, the culture, and people buy it, and people submit their life. To achieve that dream, and in the end, they kind of get frustrated. I know. That's why the American dream kind of end, because the, after the economic crisis, yeah. people realize they're down money with big mortgage loans, and like that affect the marriage. And then the number of divorce get up. Mm-hmm. So like everything was affected, and people were like, why do I need to do all these things? And the new generation grow up when these American dreams was breaking down, so they're like, no, I don't need all these things. I can not just be free. Uh-huh. So I think the minimalism come in this contest, teaching no, you don't need to put your time to for things that you don't not make any difference for you. Where right. time it what matter for you? Yep. Yeah, I think that's that's the whole thing. That's the
0: whole idea about minimalism is that. It gives you um, more time, more money, Mm -hmm. more freedom, and less stress. Yeah. It's okay if if you enjoy video games. Mm -hmm. If you love to play video games, that's how you spend time with your friends. You know, there's, like, that happens, you know. Mm -hmm. And, okay, it makes sense that you might have the newest um, gaming system. Yeah. But if there's just a lot of hype about a gaming system, it doesn't make sense for somebody that has never played video games and doesn't intend to ever play video games to just have it, to, to have it. Yeah, just to buy the console to say, I have the last version of this one. Exactly. I really think this idea of minimalism, um, I think a lot of digital nomads choose to live this way. Mm-hmm. You know, it it makes the most sense, because mm-hmm. um, like if you think about it, the whole one of the main advantages of being a digital nomad is that you're able to live in a bunch of different places. Mm-hmm. You know, like your work doesn't tie you down to one single place mm-hmm. and. You're not really limited that much by money because you're continually making it when you're traveling, right? Uh-huh. These people are in these new places, you know, digital nomads mm-hmm. are in these new places, um, partly to experience the culture, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, say you go to a, a country that you've never been to before and it has such a different culture than you do, mm-hmm. um, if you are a minimalist and you don't always worry about finding the newest, um, if you don't try to follow the newest fashion and you mm-hmm. don't have to like go out and buy clothes and research about like the newest trends in clothing, um, just as an example, it could be anything else, mm-hmm. uh, or the newest gaming system, the best computer to buy, the best whatever mm-hmm. you can use that time that you have, because you're not spending it on consuming things, mm-hmm. you can spend that time and go and enjoy the culture mm-hmm. and get experiences rather than
1: getting things. Okay. I think that would be really impossible for digital nomad not to be uh, a minimalist. Yeah. Even a sense of practicality, it's just because imagine, like if you move, even, even every six months, Imagine if you move every six months uh-huh. and you need to bring a U-Haul with you all the time. <laughs> yeah. that just being impossible, you well, know?
0: And it would, so, yeah, it would be, it would be really impossible. How long does it take to pack up and unpack like a U-Haul worth of stuff? Oh, Jesus. Right? Um, according to moving.com. Uh-huh. They're talking about the cost of moving. The average cost of moving. They say that a local move cost one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars, wow. and then long distance travel, like mm-hmm. moving, cost four thousand eight hundred and ninety dollars. So, wow. if you're a digital nomad and you are, I it, see, like it would be impossible would be to impossible. be a digital nomad and not be a minimalist because. <clears throat> As a digital nomad, you're traveling up so many different places. places you're traveling
1: countries.
0: You're traveling across the sea, you Yeah. Know? So, like, imagine how much that would be to, if you were so attached to your things uh-huh. that you, say, like, you're moving across the Pacific Ocean mm-hmm. and you want to pack up a like a crate and have it delivered there. Uh-huh. The The price would be probably so much yes. more. So, like, imagine if you had so few things that you didn't have to worry about paying, like, $1,200 or $4,800
1: mm-hmm. to move. That's why I really think, I just don't know, Matt, is a style of life. Of it course. It is a lifestyle because... Mm-hmm. You need to learn how to live small and be satisfied with that. If only things is really important for you, it will be really hard to live as digital nomad. With right. Basically, just a backpack or a small a suitcase or whatever yeah. you whatever digital nomad like exactly. put because all their stuff in. Because the most important thing for digital nomad is what they can see where they are what type of people they can meet Uh and like co-work together, create things and expand whatever business or whatever work they have and the memories everything so it's really everything really abstracted and everything that uh, affects you in your personal life not like exactly buying things or having the huge house Uh so I think it's definitely something that people need to learn. To be just no nomad. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's not that,
0: like, if you're a minimalist, it's not that you don't buy anything. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, obviously, there's things you have to buy. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, if you're trying to save money mm-hmm. and not, like, eat out all the time, there's going to be things that you need. Yeah. Right? So, like, it's just the idea of being more intentional with mm-hmm. what you buy. You know, some people might be like, oh, you're a minimalist, but why do you have all these pots and pans and plates and stuff? And it's like, well, cooking Uh, and eating in mm -hmm. and saving money is important to me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to have all of these different cooking utensils, cooking pots Mm -hmm. and pans and all these different spices
1: because that's what I value, Mm -hmm. you know? Yes, that's why minimalism is not getting rid of everything. Right, but just what is not important to you? Yes, for your the type of life you're living. Mm-hmm. So I think um, being a minimalist is all about how do I use my time and figure out what is important to me. Mm-hmm. How do I want to live my life? What makes me happy? And how can I? What can I do to be more closer to this happiness every day? Yeah, and I think, and I think about that. I think if you think about that, that's why we choose to leave Michigan and come to Arkansas. Because in Arkansas, we, different from Michigan, we decide to spend our time doing, let's say, gig jobs, Uh instead of having a full time job. Because the most important thing for us was starting Coming Out Nomad, was starting this project, having time to create the podcast, having time. To create a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and we know that's a slow process. Uh-huh. It's a thing that we do every day, that we think about it, mm-hmm. we create a content, we research and we did. All these require time.. Mm-hmm. So when we decided to leave Michigan, we were like, okay, let's do this big change, let's change the scenario of our life, go to a place and live the way we want to live, to be able to create this project and start something that we have been talking for so long. Right? Yeah. Pause. We could have done that in Michigan. I know, but it's a change of scenario, you know? We just decide to go to a new place and do it. You just don't medicine, go to places to do things, you just decide to change in a, a new place, a new air, new perspective. Okay. You know? Yeah, because the main reason we came down here
0: was the law school day. but that changed honey no i know changes. but then we were then we were excited about it uh-huh. but we could have done we could have done gig jobs
1: in michigan i know but yeah. we moved because we want to have a new routine to have new excitement around us mm-hmm. new things to see new experiences i just think our perspective in michigan was really limited by the life we were living. We were focused on paying off debt though. Yeah, but Michigan. we were working so much that we didn't have time to do the project. So we kind of decided, okay, so what's more important right now, pay the debt,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or pay the debt slowly, but have a lifestyle that we could start a project. So we decided to have a lifestyle that we could do a project, but we felt like we need a new air, a new, a new influence around us to do that. So the big thing moving to Arkansas was to have a new place, a new new stimulation around us. Okay. To be able to restart from zero and like, okay, let's restart again. So
0: you needed to be removed from your current place yeah. to start a whole new routine.
1: I think start that's, a whole new lifestyle. I think that's why it motivated me most in being digital nomad
0: mm-hmm.
1: It's the idea like. Okay, I can spend six months, a year in a country, but I know at one point I'll be meeting other things, other places. Right. It's, it's like the stimulus mm-hmm. of new places, seeing new things, keeping that in your routine for a while. And then, okay, now I'm ready to move forward. Because I think every time you go to a new places, even stabilize new routine in new places, new stimulus come. Mm-hmm. And you get more creative, you get more energy to do things. Right. You know? Yeah. I think that's the big, the beautiful thing about moving as a digital nomad. hmm I think that's why most of them are business people. They get more creative. Right. Because everything around them is stimulating them. hmm You know, they're not stuck in a home complaining Well, in work. You know? Also, a lot of digital nomads, they find a community. yeah, you know,
0: Where they... Like, wherever they go, if you're in a digital nomad hotspot and you find, like, oh a co-working space, mm-hmm. you know, they, they build really good support systems, yeah. you know, you see everybody else working. Mm-hmm. And when you moved to the United States from Brazil, you only had, mm-hmm. like, a suitcase, yes. right? Do you think in any way that helped to... Um, keep you more focused or more able to kind of... I know you were really busy with your PhD, you Mm -hmm. were really busy with studying and working on your thesis and everything, but do you think in any way um, that helped your your ability to spend more time on your thesis, on maybe exploring Mm -hmm.
1: places? Honestly, I can say like I never felt so much free as I felt that time when you didn't have a lot of things when it yes because I realized that everything that occupied my mind or I was worried about was left behind me okay in Brazil like, like what, t- what types of things for example every time I, I need to wake up and clean my home mm-hmm. clean my home and cook for my family and I didn't need to do all that anymore it was just me with my life, my, the routine that I want to create and I didn't have much. I uh, I have a roommate and most of the time I basically just rent the room right so the only thing I need to furnish was my bed mm-hmm. and the desk ta- the desk table for my computer and study stuff. That was the only thing I had. And that I clean in five seconds. Exactly. You know, of course, the common space like the kitchen, but I didn't need to cook for a bunch of people anymore. It was just cooking for me. So I didn't need a bunch of pans, or plates, or a cup. I feel like I reduced the stress. By having fewer things, fewer, fewer responsibilities. responsibilities, right? Fewer responsibilities that come together with the things. Mm-hmm. So, for example, in my home in Brazil, we were four people, yeah. right? And my mom was really into collecting things. Oh, okay. You know, so cleaning the house was a big process. Because Every you have so, much, so many things. Yes, and so- she had this this condition where the house needs to be clean every day and really really clean Uh so i need to like clean all the things in the home
0: every day and imagine if you didn't have those things how much easier would it have been for
1: you to clean and that for me was like reducing the stress of the routine and the stress of having all the things that come together with a lot of responsibility and the same was with my books for example okay I remember I had a hard time when I was cleaning my home, my room in Brazil to get rid of all the copies of the books and articles that I had. Uh-huh. I own it because I did history, so we read a lot. Mm-hmm. So from, for all my undergraduate time, I had in the end four boxes with paper, uh-huh. not even books, uh-huh. just paper, just uh-huh. a copy of things. And I remember sitting, looking at that, and I was like, I cannot get rid of this, because what if I need this paper for this conference? Or what if I need to go back to this specific paper to give a class, yeah. and I get rid of it? So I guess like, oh my God, I need all these things, so I keep that in my room to gather tons of books. Mm-hmm. But then when I come to the United States, I didn't bring any of that. Because it turns
0: out you actually didn't need any of those no, things. No, because everything was online. Everything's <laughs> online. I know. Or the library. Exactly. That's. I think that's the benefit. So, like, that's where technology, again, comes into mm-hmm. this, is that, like, you... I had the same thing, you know, I worked in a lab and we did journal clubs or things where we shared mm-hmm. research papers Yeah. and I would keep them just because I was like, oh, this was an interesting thing. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe one day I'll sit down and read these and like really get to know them, you know, uh-huh. but honestly, I never went back and read them. And I can find them online Mm -hmm. all the time, (laughs) you know. It's also so much easier now with technology Mm -hmm. to be able to be minimalist, right? Like you were able to leave stacks and stacks and stacks of Articles and stuff that were online. Yeah, Yeah, and I think that's also where the sharing economy like a sharing economy Kind of comes into play too. Mm -hmm. the ability to share things, Mm -hmm. you know, like Obviously like the library is one of the like a really old Type of sharing right? You go and you rent books from the library and you only use them for the time you need them Mm -hmm. and then you return them Um,
1: And I think in today's for example and to this, for example, if you really are into books, mm-hmm. you have ways to have an entire library digitally exactly. in your hands. Mm-hmm. So if you travel wherever you go, you just need a small technology thing. <laughs> I don't want to say the names to not put the brand, but you have a lot of books there. You can read wherever you go. Uh-huh. And then even like if somebody wants to be more
0: transient and like not own a vehicle, mm-hmm. there's a lot of reasons that you wouldn't own a vehicle. You know, it, whether it be minimalism, yes, um, being environmentally friendly, mm-hmm. trying to save money. You know, there's possibilities to have a car or yeah. have a ride somewhere mm-hmm. um, without having to actually own own a car. The own a car.
1: Yeah.
0: Same with same with like. When you're traveling and you want to stay in a place, mm-hmm. um, like a fully furnished place with like a full kitchen, you don't need to go to like a hotel anymore. But you also don't need to own a home, yeah. you know, and deal with the stress of like owning a home. You mm-hmm. can rent out a
1: home, yeah, you know. And I think we start we can start talking about the benefits of the minimalist. For society in general
0: mm-hmm.
1: and for the environment so before we start going into that I want to share some statistic with everyone just for us to have an idea how minimalism can impact society society as a whole like so, yeah if more people adapted this lifestyle yes so, according to the website The Balance, the consumer spending increased 2.3% in the fourth quarter of 2020, followed by an increase of 41% in the third quarter of 2020. If we just think about these numbers mm-hmm. and we think about the environment, we can imagine how many things were produced that will generate more and more trash and more and more plastics, for example. Oh, yeah. In trash in general, that one time we come back to nature because most of the times the countries don't have an efficient way to process trash. Even if you just think about that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But if you also think about how many times people expand in shopping malls stores to be able to increase 41% of the consuming, exp, consumer spending in 2020, I, I think, even online. Yeah, I think all of that would have been online because the third
0: quarter of 2020 was when, COVID. was when the pandemic hit, yeah. you know, and people
1: had so imagine, nothing better to do exactly. rather, other than shop. People always... People think they were so bored at home that they need to buy things, uh-huh. and the point that increased 41 percent the consumer spending. Right. If you were minimalist, or even if you're thinking about being a minimalist and learning about it, if you feel bored, you think the first thing you will think about, the first thing you consider is like, how can I spend my time with things that I like, even inside this COVID uh circumstances we are facing right now. Right. Right? For example, even if you want to talk to people, even if you want to go for a walk. Mm mm-hmm. that would spend your that would be good for exercise. Right. But it's people, that would be good for your health. Right. But most of these people had had they had this idea that buying things would bring them happiness.
0: Right. So even outside of being in lockdown and everything mm-hmm they're buying things you know but it's different when you're actually going out and buying mm-hmm. things because you have to actually find the thing mm-hmm. but with the internet um you know online shopping mm-hmm.
1: you're able to like click and buy yeah. so that brings you down the point of how many advertisements we see during the day oh yeah especially at this time especially people. online yeah, and the Facebook. Uh huh. So that brings us to another statistic. So this article published in the Forbes say that Americans are exposed to around four thousand to ten thousand ads each day. That's so crazy. Ten thousand ads each day. I probably couldn't even count to ten thousand in a day. That's just <laughs> ev basically everything we see online uh-huh. is an advertisement, yeah, everything. If you're on Facebook, if you are instagram, YouTube, wherever you go, you see ads every time, so imagine a person who is born at home, seeing all these things, all this new technology, mm-hmm. all this food, whatever mm-hmm. ads they they are getting. They really believe that they need that to be happy. Right. Because the ads are so efficient and you, they get so personal, right? Yeah. It's like they made for you. Sometimes
0: ads can be really helpful, you mm-hmm. know? Sometimes I'll purposefully search things on Google to try to get a an advertisement for me. But, like, I think I am at this point so... For the most part i really try to not spend money on things i don't need Mm -hmm. so i'll see it and i know it's an advertisement i know what they're trying to do Uh and i just like scroll right
1: past it and that's another benefit about like but how many people is actually that sober about spending
0: i don't know people but like if people really evaluated a little bit more like, the things that they do, that's, mm-hmm. you know, it. that's the whole idea about minimalism, is that you're not yeah. just going through and clicking things, you clicking and buying mm-hmm. things, you maybe have a list of things that you need, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, I need this, you search for it and buy it. Uh-huh. You know, maybe do some research to make sure that you're
1: buying the right thing, mm-hmm. but... Um, and you, maybe wait a little bit. Like, if you really think that I need something wait at least a week or two and see if you still need it and if you still want that yeah because sometimes i feel it's just the first response we have after seeing something the tv Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's even subconscious right sometimes the ad or the commercial is going through and you don't care but five seconds one minute later it's that like oh maybe Maybe I need that. Maybe if I eat that, or maybe if I buy that, mm-hmm. because some way that the taught your mind, right? You know? Well, that's why
0: I, I really like things. Um, I, I really see the value in paying for uh, maybe premium versions of certain things, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I don't listen to the radio anymore, mm-hmm. I literally have music that I can listen to non-stop without ads Uh or there's now with with a lot of people especially us we don't even have cable Mm -hmm. uh we see probably way fewer advertisements and I like that you know Mm -hmm. um you'll you'll be paying for something one way or the other Mm -hmm. you're there's a reason they have advertisements there's a reason that there's Things that are free Mm -hmm. and they're free because they have ads. Yeah. You think it's just like a charity? No. No. Like
1: the ads work, they know it works. And they pay a lot of money to put the ads in some platforms.
0: Exactly. Because they know they work places. Mm -hmm. Exactly. you are listening to the Coming Out Nomad podcast. If you're enjoying this episode, please share and leave us a review. Now, let's get back to the episode. Okay, and then one of the last numbers that I just want to say is that according to spendmenot.com, consumer spending as a percentage of GDP equals 67.7%. That's
1: that crazy. Number. Yeah.
0: That means that like more than half of the GDP is coming from consumer spending.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I wonder how much of that is necessary, you yeah. know? And they also say that the personal savings rate decreased by 0.3%. Mm-hmm. That's not a huge percentage, but it's it's the fact it's that something. it's going down, right? Yeah. So people, it seems like they're spending more and saving less. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, obviously it depends on what they're spending on. If they're spending on a really good quality used car that mm-hmm. lasts them for 20 years, it would it would be fine. I mean, fine or not fine, but it would be more minimalist, minimalist. Um, than people just spending on, I don't know, like figurines <laughs> yeah. or video games that they play once uh-huh. or never, you know?
1: Yeah, I think it's the difference about being a minimalist and being frugal. Yeah. That's different concepts. So, here we're just talking about minimalist. Right. So, in a minimalist perspective, the consumer spending being more than a half of the GDP of United States, the numbers just show people is buying, people's consuming uh-huh. so much. And the numbers, for example, show that 2018, just with entertainment, an average of expand annually was almost three thousand two hundred twenty-six dollars an average
0: right but entertainment like going to the movies Mm -hmm. that that's that can be minimalism
1: i know but depends of how much that actually is important to you right you know because sometimes people just spend entertainment in general entertainment i don't believe is just the cinema Uh or the movies yeah It's things in general. No, and you're right, too. Like,
0: people need to be minimalist. Well, minimalism doesn't always have to be with things. It can be, Mm -hmm. like, with what you decide to spend your time on, right? So, like, just because everybody is going out to the bar to Uh drink, if if that makes you feel sick or if that is kind of going to mess up your next day because Mm -hmm. you have to work or something... You're not being intentional mm-hmm. and making like deliberate choices with your time because yes. time is also a resource, right? Yes. I mean, it is a huge, a... valuable resource. Yes. So, like, you have to be minimalist with the time that you choose to put into things. Yeah,
1: the activities you do mm-hmm. to realize is that an activity that I like to do? Is that right. important to me? Because honestly, in the past, I met people that hate beer, uh-huh. but they were in a bar. And drinking. And right? drinking. And
0: kind of almost wasting their time. Exactly. Right? They hate
1: it, but all of their friends were there. Mm-hmm. Or to be accepted in a group, they felt like they need to drink. Yeah. So I'm. if you think about minimalism, was that a good use of their time? Right. They were not even happy. And the next day, they have a huge headache, uh-huh, and they they even see the point of that, so that's why people end up feeling sad or lonely or empty because they are putting so much time and effort to things just to be accepted or to try to be someone they, they yeah. are not so these are bringing a lot of questions, a lot of points to discussion, but for us, just to resume our point today is be sure, be sure of what makes you happy, try to understand who you are, you
0: know, figure it
1: out, Mm -hmm. therapy is important for everyone, yeah, you know, and at least spending time trying to understand more of yourself, Mm -hmm. what makes me happy, why does this make me happy, this actually make me happy, or trying to avoid something, or put something in place, because if we go to psychology research about cons- consumers in the United States, uh-huh. you will see a lot of this big increase of consumers, this big increase in consumers is related to emotional things, mm-hmm. is related to mental health. So I think it's a big thing, it's a, it's a umbrella of, Subject to discuss inside Minimalist right? But I think just important to highlight this: understand yourself, see who you are, and what you actually like to do for yourself, and not what for you want. others.
0: Yeah, and what you want out of life. You know, like yes. if you, for example, people who want to be digital nomads. Mm-hmm. If you want to travel mm-hmm. um, every six months or every three months, four months. Uh, if you're gonna do that. Mm-hmm you need to be if you're going to have a lot of things you need to be prepared to pay for it mm-hmm. take the time and the energy mm-hmm. to pack it all up and unpack it all yes um and you're going to have to understand that you're going to spend more time packing and worrying about your things than mm-hmm. you are exploring this place exactly. you know i think minimalism for us is something that we're still kind of getting into
1: mm-hmm.
0: um just because over the years i think in general, like it might be still ingrained in our head that we need to do certain things, get certain things. Yeah. Um, and in just through the course of like living, trying new things, mm-hmm. you do end up accumulating things. Yes. But it's a constant process of going back and reevaluating, mm-hmm. like, do I need this? Does this really bring me happiness? Um, and if it doesn't, and if it causes you more stress mm-hmm. than Um, happiness like don't be afraid to at least try to remove it from your life so
1: that's all for today's episode i hope you guys enjoy our conversation today about minimalism and don't forget if you have any comments or opinions about this subject or any other episodes you can follow us on instagram coming nomad and also we we have a youtube channel where we'll be sharing our journey and sharing the record of this podcast so you guys can watch and you can also leave comments there yeah let us know
0: if you're trying out the minimalism thing how you feel about it what things are essential to your life what things won't you be getting rid of in your minimalist journey mm-hmm.
1: we'd love to hear from you guys so i'll see you guys in the next episode bye Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Coming Out Nomad podcast. If you like the show, please subscribe on whatever platform that you're using to listen. If you could also leave a five-star review, that will really help us out and make the podcast available for more people. See you next week!